What a way to go. What a way to go. go Exactly. (laughs) Let's hope so. He was in the process of at least finishing or, you know, getting ready to clean up. I give you, uh, I salute you from 2016 with a one handed salute. (laughs) Don't ask me what I'm doing with my other hand. Episode 468. It's a podcast. I'm Mike, and I am Ando Valentine. Welcome back, Ando! (laughs) Oh, I love being back on the Burger of Nerd. Back on the Burger of Nerd. That sounds like a, an album name. Like I should get you know, back on the nerd, <laughs> the burger of nerd. What's the title track from that one? Well, the title track would be the burger of nerd. I mean, like, <laughs> what's the first single from that one? That's what I meant to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> huh, huh. Let's see. Uh, it can't be the burger Rocky. of nerd now. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. Uh, <laughs> Darn it! You you took I, away my easy answer, Mike. <laughs> yeah, the low hanging fruit is gone now. Thanks, Mike. It was going to be rock something, rocking. Well, it's something about you know rocking out because I always you know rock out with it. It's it's kind of a shame that the podcast uh, is only audio so that the listeners <laughs> don't get to see me you know being a, a weirdo rocking out to the theme song and my music that plays. Rock out with your socks out. <laughs> it's a red hot red hot chili. It's right a red now. hot chili peppers cover band. Rock out with your socks out, right? I mean, they do have like a compilation <laughs> album called Success. Well, that's how they used to they used to perform on stage with nothing yeah. but a gym sock. Yeah, over <laughs> and their, their and uh, their instruments units. Yeah, over there. <laughs> they 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 pretty much retired that when they started hitting their forties. It was kind of like you know what we're a little old for this. I hope they retired that before their forties. No, I was just on their Wikipedia page recently and like the day before really? yesterday and it said it was like they're the they like before 40 and like okay. Yeah, it was on the well, because I was wanting to check on the release date of their new album, which is in April, by the way. Um, okay, so. yeah. Ando Ando is serious about this. I am serious about it. I, I just I happened to be on the, the Wikipedia page. I was scrolling through and I just happened to notice that thing when it's talking about their style. So it's like fortuitous yeah. you mentioned that because I was just on the page. We did not coordinate the Red Hot Chili nope. Peppers discussion. Nope. <laughs> new, They're new just album, one of my huh? favorite bands. So, <laughs> Well, cool. I saw them at the second Lollapalooza. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was 1992. You're keeping score at home. <laughs> Thirty years ago. Gosh, that was that was relatively early in their career too. Yeah, a little bit. That was right when they right when they broke through. Was that kind of like around the Blood Sugar Sex Magic album? So they had like Under the Bridge and Give It Away. That, that's the one. All right. But so it was um, it was after that album came out, but uh, but also after John Frusciante quit the band. I the first time. believe the first time yeah and so it was that uh that uh eastern european guy <laughs> right right uh hillel Slo- yeah 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 that guy yeah <laughs> so it, it's interesting that you note that because or the guy that's with the eastern the european sounding was, last name anyway i don't even i don't know where he's from <laughs> uh that that's part of why i was on their wikipedia page looking at the new looking for the new album because part of the you know john frisciani was one of the, was pretty much like their you know, that early guitar not i don't think he wasn't their first but he was one of the early guitarists and he left then he came back for a while. Then he left again. Yep. And then he's just come back. Uh, he's come back like, for a third time. Yes, he's back in the the Josh Klinghoffer. Uh, they replaced him with with John again, and the new album has John. And they recorded uh, the thing said that they've recorded like fifty songs. They're already the new album hasn't even released yet. They're already talking about the follow up because they got yeah. so much material. Well, they have to they have to um you know schedule their practicing and recording and touring schedules around um will ferrell's filming schedule so that you know because <laughs> he, 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 he can't play play drums and act in, in a movie at the same time i think it's hilarious that they the two of them lean into that you yeah know? oh yeah 
<laughs> the other two that were that would have been fun to to watch through through the rest of their lives was uh Bono and um Robin Williams, but we can't do that now. <laughs> oh, I brought the room down. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I just don't have anything to add to that. So how about a funny noise sound effect? <laughs> there, everything's better now. <laughs> Well, I can also bring I, I can also bring the mood back up with uh, what I how what I was talking about just before we started. Oh yeah, recording. yeah. How did you spend the, your New Year's vacation? Well, it wasn't a vacation. <laughs> no, it I was know. just so <laughs> New Year's Eve was a Saturday, and astute listeners might remember that Saturdays are one of the two nights that I do karaoke. And uh, <laughs> what's the and other my night? Girlfriend, my girlfriend Rose and I have uh, have become quite you know regular. Uh, karaoke people and since new year's eve was a saturday night it was karaoke anyway it was kind of a special karaoke night and so we each had a couple songs before midnight but then like after midnight we decided we were going to see in the new year just before we left the best way that we knew how so we did a duet to to ring in the new year that came up shortly after midnight and we sang never gonna give you up <laughs> we rickrolled the bar how do you do that as a duet uh, we just uh, ping-ponged it back oh, okay. and forth. Um, <laughs> but what was great about it is that because we didn't want to give away the surprise, see, on the screen that has that, like there's a big screen TV on the wall and the the in the KJ projects the, uh, you know, puts up the, the, the karaoke screen there too so that people who are watching can also see the lyrics behind you. And there's a little ticker that crawls across the top that tells you the next four songs. And we didn't want to give away the surprise for when we were coming up in the rotation. So we had him put it in as Roll to Me, which is by Delamitri. And it has the word roll in it, which is funny because. Exactly. We did that on purpose. <laughs> and so then we get up to the, we get, we get to our turn and we come up to the, the screen and he, right before it starts, he flips it over to never going to give you up in that initial. And like our friends who were sitting at one of the tables nearby just started going. <laughs> and the entire bar was just like. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Rick There's rolling been, in the new year. And we, <laughs> uh, I had told uh, I've, uh, one of the bartenders is, is a friend of mine now, and he uh, frequently does uh, Facebook live streaming of people at karaoke doing fun stuff. And I had told him ahead of time, I don't want to spoil the surprise of what it is, but I promise you want to be streaming when Rose and I get up and sing <laughs> next. I promise that. So it's up on Facebook right now. I, I have awesome. I shared it from my profile, so it is possible to go back and look at. That I will go back and look at Rick that. rolling the bar. <laughs> fun. I don't. It even, was very fun. I don't remember what I did New Year's Eve. I I, I think I stayed up until midnight and listened to the <laughs> fireworks outside, all around. Because in the South, they yeah. shoot off fireworks at, at, on every holiday and sometimes randomly for no reason on the weekend. Yeah. A lot of times you can tell the holiday weekend is coming up because Thursday and Friday night you hear people testing their fireworks. Mm -hmm. I, I have not heard that uh, out here in Colorado. Um, to be fair, on New Year's Eve I was, of course, in a very loud bar, so I don't, I didn't hear it. Uh, they might, there might have been fireworks that night, but I didn't hear. No, you were busy dropping Rick Astley bombs. <laughs> we were. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a new place, huh? Indeed. Uh, so after landing out here in Colorado, living at the same place that I worked for a while, um, <clears throat> at the uh, at the very beginning of January, uh, Rose and I moved out here to Lakewood, which is still like it's it's you know 25 minutes from Denver. It's really not that far. It's just off to the west of it. We're kind of just before you get into the foothills of the Rockies. It's really oh, cool. pretty. I've got a great view. Can you see the mountains? Uh, not from the patio because it's facing uh, like north instead of west. But if you just go up to the parking lot, there is a really pretty. If, if you turn, uh, if view. you if you turn the camera around and uh, blew away the wall, that's that yeah. would be where the the mountains are. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so like if you were to look up Red Rocks Community College, uh, the apartment complex that we live in is like right across the street from there. So. Oh, cool. Not that I go to Red Rocks Community College, but if I wanted to, it'd be very convenient. <laughs> Head on over to campus and say hi to uh, Jeff Winger and Britta and Annie and <laughs> Professor Chang, Join Senior Chang. Morning. I always screw that up. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, and speaking of Red Rocks and uh, and concerts and stuff, uh, that's one of the things that living out here near Denver, uh, close to Red Rocks, uh, which I had never been to before. Um, back in December, Rose and I went there just so that I could see the park, but I didn't actually go to the amphitheater part and I hadn't seen any live shows there. But uh, people who know me and have heard me talk about stuff enough uh, know that my favorite band is Bare Naked Ladies. And I had mentioned to Rose that uh, I've seen them once in concert before back in 2001 in Atlanta. But I would love to see them again before they retire because I don't know how much longer it'll be before they retire. But they are, you know, getting a little older now. I mean, I certainly hope <laughs> they don't retire soon, but you never know. Yeah. And so... Um, and I said, you know, and bonus points would be if they could, if I could see them at Red Rocks, because that would be awesome. And she looked it up and they are coming to Red Rocks in June, uh, because originally it was going to be a 2020 show, but of course COVID happened yep. and it all got canceled. Um, and so these are the rescheduled shows. And so tickets are really expensive. And so we we're just like, oh, well, hopefully they'll come back another time. But then she was talking to her dad uh, a little while after that and mentioned this. And he's like, Oh, I'll buy you the tickets because he's retired and has some disposable income. <laughs> so we're going to get to go see Bare Naked Ladies at Red Rocks in June, which I just yesterday looked up who are their tour mates for this. And so in addition to Bare Naked Ladies, we will be seeing Toad the Wet Sprocket and the one that we're really excited about, Gin Blossoms. Mm. Wow. It's a 90s alterna fest. Exactly. Which that's my favorite genre of music. So cool. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much all that I do at karaoke's 90s alt rock. The KJ has mentioned before, it's like, Ando Valentine coming up to the mic, taking us back to the 90s. <laughs> and I'm like, you should know me by now, Eric. I always take us back to the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, shall we uh, take the listeners to the 2020s with news right now? Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Awesome. Let's do it. What's news, Ando? Well, surprisingly, I actually came with some news items. Nice. Shock. So. A pleasant surprise. <laughs> indeed, especially considering the subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> so let's open with this one. So the headline here says, Tesla owner blows up his Model S with dynamite over a $22,000 battery replacement. Yep. And, and if you look at the picture, there's a picture of the yeah the headline under the headlines, a picture of the car with dynamite strapped all over it. It's in a uh, like a quarry or something. Yeah. And it it's looks snow, like it. there's snow on the ground. And <laughs> why is the Tesla up on some pallets on wooden Probably pallets? Probably so that they could attach stuff beneath it, you know. Eh, I uh, guess. Well, so basically, uh, this was a Tesla Model S owner in Finland. Um, he heard that it was going to need a battery replacement that Tesla told him was going to cost $22,000. Um, they actually can cost between twenty and 30000 it says. That's, um, that, they seems, may last a, that seems like a lot. How much is, it a, does. How much is a, a gas tank replacement uh, on a regular car? Like maybe $1,000? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I'm trying not to necessarily just read this entire article. I'm trying to find where the good stuff really begins. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, he, so this guy, Thomas Katanen, and I'm probably butchering his name. He owns a 2013 Tesla Model S. He had a battery pack that was out of warranty and it failed. And Tesla asked for the, the U.S. dollars equivalent of $22,000 for a battery pack replacement. He didn't like the value proposition, considering used 2013 Model S vehicles go for about 35,000 euros in Finland, and he didn't have access to a third-party shop to fix the pack. So what options does one have at that point? So let me pause there for a second. What options would you look at at that point? Um, selling it to somebody with a, a bad battery for less money? I don't know. Right, and sell it as is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, you could try to find a used battery pack, sell it as non-functional, right, sell it for right. parts. Now, on the other hand, if I had a couple of crates of dynamite laying around <laughs> and some wooden pallets, I don't know, you know. So he decided to go a different way. He reached out to a YouTuber whose name I will not even attempt to pronounce because I do not know how. But uh, it's a channel that is known for blowing things up. And they strapped 30 kilograms of dynamite to the electric vehicle and blew it up. Pomajat kit. 
So, and the article <laughs> even has the link to the YouTube video of them blowing up this Tesla. <laughs> and I just, you know, it's, that's, that's quite a solution to that, to that situation. And you got to think that exploding Teslas would also be a great name for a rock band. <laughs> Wait, so uh, that's the name of, of the band that has, uh, what was the it? Burger of Nerd. The Burger of Nerd. Was that, was that what it was? It was just the Burger of Nerd? Yeah, it was like Return to, Back on the Burger of Nerd. Back, back, back on, on the Burger of Nerd. Back on the Burger of Nerd from the album, Back on the Burger of Nerd by... <laughs> Exploding Teslas. Exploding Teslas. I was like, pomegranate? What was it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pomegranate? Sorry, you, YouTuber. <laughs> Pom- oh, right. Pomegranate jacket. Pomegranate jacket. Pomegranate jacket. Never mind. <laughs> this says I mean, that, if... Yeah. This says that they, uh, they removed the battery and other expensive parts like the motor before blowing up the car. Yeah, they did. But like, which is like at that point, why bother? But OK. Right. Yeah. I guess um, maybe maybe he's friends with Pama Jacket. Maybe. <laughs> and he's like, look, if we put this on YouTube, we'll make this much money and then I'll give you a cut. Who knows? Maybe. Or maybe he just had all that dynamite laying around and he needed to get rid of it. Awesome. Like I said, apparently it's a YouTube channel that specializes in blowing stuff up. So, <laughs> oh, maybe uh, the YouTuber guy needed to get rid of his dynamite. Ooh, and I do it really quick. Uh, let's see. I meant to look this up. So, because they're in uh, a sane part of the world, they're using kilograms. So they said thirty kilograms just for us uh, silly Americans. That's just over sixty-six pounds. Wow, of dynamite. Of dynamite. Just over 66 pounds. That's not a small amount. No. So that's that, that's yeah. that's that one. What I else count, is news, Mike? I, I count 15 sticks of dynamite strapped to the one side of the car that we can see. Jeez. So, so that's like, there's probably, there, those are probably two, two pound or whatever the equivalent in kilograms of two pounds. Oh, it's probably one kilogram. There's 30 of them on the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else is news? Let's see. Do we want to talk about some apple pie? Apple pie, you that's, say? That's multiple, multiple apple stories, but I have the sound effect for it. <laughs> okay, um, go for it. What exactly does third base feel like? You want to take this one? Like warm apple pie. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh God! Was that nine? Was that the nineties? Was that ninety nine when that movie came out? Something like that. It's been a long time since I saw that movie. Yes, there there is an Apple event scheduled for this coming Tuesday, March eighth, or scheduled for yesterday, March eighth. As you're listening to this, <laughs> I love doing this because we're on Wednesdays and they do their thing on Tuesdays. So yeah, hopefully we will get to see some new stuff. <laughs> Of course, it's Apple, so we have no idea what it's going to be. But the rumors indicate it will be a new iPhone SE, uh, a new iPad Air, and at least one new Mac with an Apple chip in it, which could be a 13-inch MacBook Pro, a Mac Mini, or both. I'm I'm hoping why not both. I'm hoping for the this is like the higher end Mac Mini. I'm hoping for the mm-hmm. higher end Mac Mini and a new monitor, a new Apple monitor, so I can replace my desktop downstairs. That is. 10 years old this fall Mm. (laughs) 10 years old wow and computer in computer terminology that's that's pretty old although i still have my macbook uh pro that i got in 2014 um it has been it has done a little bit of uh has gotten a little wonky here and there every so often it it'll like not want to it'll not want to boot up right it'll keep like crashing but then if i leave it for like a few <laughs> weeks well then turn it on again it just starts working again i assume you're not using that now no 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 no. i'm using a different laptop <laughs> my macbook from 2016 is still going well currently recording this episode with my luck it probably sounds like this <laughs> 
oh what else what else what other app uh, slices of apple pie do we have this is sort of apple adjacent because it's about their competitor did you hear this about samsung they got caught uh, using a list of apps that the operating system throttles automatically and it's basically Ooh. everything but benchmarking apps that review people use to test how fast the phone is <laughs> oh god yeah that's you can't do that well that's cheating exact yes that's cheating <laughs> now okay it's bad but it's not poisoning your employees in your factory and giving them all cancer bad which is also something samsung did oh god. several years ago <laughs> So it's not that bad, but still, it's bad. It's, yeah. It's a bad look. It's like, on a, on an objective scale of all the good and bad things, it may not be at the bottom of the list, but it's not exactly, you know, it's 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 <laughs> in that lower quadrant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a test by a Korean YouTuber, they don't give the name, so we don't get to try to pronounce it. The creator <laughs> renamed an otherwise unaffected app uh, to that which is listed as subject to these performance limits, which so they they took one, like a benchmarking app and and uh, and renamed it the same name as one of the other apps that is on this list, mm-hmm. and uh, the benchmark registered a much lower performance score. <laughs> Ooh, fifty six percent worse, Busted. more than half. More than half the performance. Jeez. Busted. How about scary animal news? You want some scary animal news? Sure. I'm not... I forgot to look this up. We've talked about this before on the show. We we might have talked about it with you, Ando, but I don't remember. <laughs> I should have looked it up. But you can tell me if, if this sounds familiar. Um, do you remember talking about the giant... Joro spiders that showed uh, up in the mountains of Georgia somewhere. That rings a vague bell. Yeah, I thought it, it might was have you. been with yeah. Because <laughs> well, that sounds a little familiar. University of Georgia scientists have released a study saying that uh, these new uh, eight-legged residents are about to become even more prolific in Georgia and spread up and down the entire East Coast. I picked the right time to move to Colorado. Then, <laughs> jeez. Yes, you did. Congratulations. <laughs> Seriously. Jeez. Uh, Benjamin Frick, co-author of the study and an undergraduate uh, at UGA, says, No predators. It doesn't have anything that's controlling its population size in the new habitat, but has perfect conditions to spread. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. Originally, I mean, I'm not arachnophobic, but still... No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want um anything spreading throughout the habitat that is the largest example of its kind. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I remember you, you I said want giant, less like, of those how big things. are these things? Uh 3 inches long. Ugh, a spider 3. Ugh, no, thank you. Yeah, from Japan. Thanks Japan. Oh, they found it in Oklahoma? That's starting to go west a little bit. I don't like that. Stop! Well, it says that uh, humans are spreading them. Of course we are. By, you know, doing things like packing up their boxes and moving across country. It's your fault, Ando! You're the one doing it! Now you you probably have them there now because of you! (laughs) Nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Oh, here we go. Do you want some good news? <laughs> good news before I bring it back down with my next news article. <laughs> well, good news. Good news about the spider to bring it back up. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, as as menacing as the spiders look, experts say they're scaredy cats, and you're highly unlikely to be bitten by one. "Quote: Its fangs are so small relative to most human skin that it probably won't be able to get its fangs into you, even if it wanted to." And <laughs> does it? mean i want it to try if you are unlucky enough to actually be bitten by one 
It feels far less than a wasp sting, like a little pinch. They do have a little venom, but like a bee or wasp sting, most will not need any medical attention. Webs will start showing up in late May, early June. (laughs) The really big female webs come out around the start of fall. Oh, dear. Keep your eyes peeled, Georgia. (laughs) They're uh, black and yellow, in case you want. And really effing big. (laughs) <laughs> hey look there's a big spider is it that black and yellow one no that one's brown and eh, leave it alone no <laughs> no it's just not this one <laughs> what else you got all right so this one's one where <laughs> i'm just gonna read the the headline and just let it sink in for a sec and then we'll go into the article try try not to get stuck on the first word of that headline listeners uh-huh pantless driver <laughs> dies after being ejected through his sunroof while masturbating to porn on a cell phone when the car crashed and rolled over. Now, this is from the UK, and they said no. pa- pantless. No, it's not. It's not? No, I, I know it's from the Daily Mail of the UK, but it's, oh. this happened in Detroit. Right, 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 right. But this is being reported on from the UK. So we have to, we have to do a deep dive into the first word of the headline here. It doesn't say pantsless. It says <laughs> pantless, right? Which means he's not wearing his underwear. So he's totally naked, right? Because they call your underwear pants in England. Yeah. I'm guessing that's well, what that means. From the waist down. Apparently he was wearing a shirt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, we call it, this is this is news in the loosest sense of the word because apparently this is from 2016 but we're still reporting on it now nerdburger fans wait how did that happen (laughs) (laughs) so here we go a detroit man not a florida man a detroit man man. was killed when he was ejected through the sunroof of his car while driving along the highway with his pants down (laughs) and masturbating to porn being shown on his cell phone Wow. Clifford many, Ray Jones. <laughs> how many how many moving violations is that? Because you got the hands-free law thing. You got the driving naked. You got the distracted driving because you're watching a movie. That's at least three. Now public indecency. <laughs> was he was he wearing his seatbelt? Uh no. <laughs> That's four. Well, we're getting there. Or we're five. getting there. <laughs> so Clifford Ray Jones, who is 58, was killed instantly when his car rolled over in the early hours of that Sunday morning. As well as not wearing any trousers, and here's where we can tell it's in the UK, because trousers. Yep. As well as not wearing any trousers, Jones is not believed to have been wearing his seatbelt, which may have contributed to his partial ejection from the car. Well, wait. Think. Partial ejection? Yeah. He went through the sunroof while his car was rolling over partially? Yeah. Ew. The accident happened at 3.30 a.m., while he was traveling south in the lodge ramp to fall places, Interstate 75. Because Which comes 75, all the way down here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is believed that Jones lost control of the car because he was distracted and was unable to think? prevent the ni- 1996 Toyota from spinning because he did not have those hands firmly on the steering <laughs> wheel. <laughs> Adam firmly on something. According to the Detroit News, Jones died at the scene of the accident. Again, duh. Uh, uh, partially ejected and <laughs> rolled over on you. Yeah. Lieutenant Mike Shaw of the Michigan State Police said the incident was among the strangest he has dealt with during his professional career. He said, we see people putting on makeup We see people doing different things as far as hygiene, as far as reading books. It's almost to the fact there's so much technology out there. A lot of people are more paying attention to what they're doing other than Uh driving their cars. Fortunately, no one else was injured in the incident. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was 3.30 in the morning, so it probably was not a very crowded uh, on-ramp. On-ramp, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor, Poor guy, but, you know. What a way to go. What a way to go. go Exactly. (laughs) oh let's hope so he was in the process of at least finishing or you know getting ready to clean up i give you uh, i salute you from 2016 with a one-handed salute (laughs) don't ask me what i'm doing with my other hand (laughs) so what else you got ando what else do you want to talk about today (laughs) uh well as far as other stuff uh out here in colorado i have finally 
seen what I consider personally a uh, a decent and adequate amount of snow. Uh, as someone who's lived in Georgia my entire life until summer of last year, one of the things that I hated about Georgia is our mild winters there. Um, and I have to say in the past, let's see, the past three months, I have seen more snow than <laughs> in Georgia in the last like five years combined and multiplied. Like we, it, it was just interesting because I'm pretty sure that when I was on in December, I would say we were in the, we were in the middle of literally setting the record for the longest time it took to get our first snow of the year. Yeah. But once it started, <laughs> it has been. It's been crazy. I keep, I keep looking out the window because it's actually supposed to snow today. It hasn't started yet, but it's supposed to snow today. You going skiing? <laughs> no, I have not, and I don't really <laughs> intend to because I don't want to be Sonny Bono. I know I am a klutz, and I have no desire to injure myself uh, being a klutz on long, flat pieces of wood. Yeah. <laughs> so that Michael Scott on The Office? Said no, I don't want to. I don't want to get a uh, like Ricky Bono, Bono know, or something. Watched. Like he didn't have the correct first name. He got he got Bono, but he said he said you know he's trying to say he doesn't want to be Sonny Bonoed. <laughs> Never watched The Office. Okay, but yeah, it's that, and I know that some people don't like snow as much, and or, or you know the I the number of times that I you know kind of griped about georgia never getting snow and wanting to move somewhere that got more snow the usual thing is oh you'll get tired of it eventually and it's like that may be projection (laughs) (laughs) well we'll we'll come back and check in with you in another 20 or 30 years and see how you feel (laughs) i like snow i just don't like dealing with snow like i like looking at it i don't really mind driving it in as long as everyone else also doesn't mind driving in it not like down here (laughs) <laughs> well, and see, that is one of the things that's been interesting because, uh, you know, I have had to go to work uh, and and come home. And now you're commuting. This. Yeah. yeah. Um, which which uh, Rose and I just share her car and I have gotten you know, a little bit used to it. But it is it is it's taken some adjusting uh, to driving in the snow. And um, but but and also because, you know, the like if I there there's been a couple of times that I've gone to work and it snowed while I was at work. And so you come out and there's like, you know, four or five inches of snow on, <laughs> on the your car. car. <laughs> and so there's it's just a common thing that people have here in Colorado that just don't have in Georgia. That it's, it's basically in Georgia, you know, you get those handheld window scrapers so that if there's ice in the window, you scrape that off. But it's just but the here, little it looks like a, a little uh, spatula or, or right, like right. a yeah, usually plastic tiny. It's um, just, just big enough for you to grab onto it. Yeah, well, imagine that uh-huh. on a long uh, on a pole that can actually extend that on the other end has a push bird. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's a common thing that people have here. Rose just keeps one in her car. And so it's like, you go come out from work, turn on the car. And while it's warming up, just go off and sweep off the car. Yeah, they have those in, in Wisconsin too. But when I lived there, they didn't have ones that extended. That's that's a cool new development yeah. in, uh, in, yeah. in snow scraper technology. Our, <laughs> usually it was just like a, like a 30 inch or three foot long plastic pole with the brush on one, on one end and the end scraper on the other. Yeah. Well, in the and roses is also about 3 feet long or so, but it can But it extends. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it is cool. a really neat. Yeah. I'm going to have to get me one of those even though I I don't really need it <laughs> here. Wait a minute. You live in Georgia, you don't need that. <laughs> hey, every once in a while. <laughs> it's like once every 5 years I get some some ice on my windshield. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> do you need the one with the telescoping brush handle though no but i'm gonna i'm gonna buy that one because it exists <laughs> need is relative <laughs> just because i'm almost 50 doesn't mean i don't like toys <laughs> just the toys change as you get older Ooh, speaking of toys yes oh I, I i don't think that i've even told you about this yet and i actually can do show and tell on this um i will narrate for the listeners well okay well i'm gonna have to get it so give me one (laughs) second i'll be right back
I am back. Yes. What do you got for us? So this it was basically uh, sort of a late Christmas gift for ourselves. Rose and I did this. Um, so the apartment that we moved to uh, is about 10 minutes away from a pretty sizable mall. Um, and in this mall, there is a Lego store. Lego store? Uh-huh. It's a whole store with nothing but Legos? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. It is a Lego store. And it has everything from, like, you know, all the kits for everything from beginner kid kits to the really big advanced stuff, including all the branded stuff. Like, yes, I saw the Millennium Falcon and all the Star Wars stuff, all kinds of stuff, as well as naturally the going back and just being able to get individual bricks if you want them, that kind of stuff. Wow. You can but, buy it by the individual brick. Yeah. And they have yeah. just giant bins with well, all the different like, shapes and uh, colors. They're like little, little drawers and stuff on the wall. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a whole wall a really of little drawers. Place. <laughs> it, it's a really neat place. I really enjoy going in there just to sort of look and see what Lego has at their disposal. I would like a whole but, wall of little drawers in my house. <laughs> I got to find out who, uh, who, who, who supplied that to Lego. So the thing is, there is one that there is a set that I saw uh, one of my favorite YouTubers uh, who just for reference, if anyone cares, is Ryukar. Uh, he's one of my favorite gaming YouTubers. And I saw him. Not Pomegranate um, from Finland? No. 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 <laughs> I saw him unbox and put together part of uh, the of a set on his stream, on his uh, channel, that I thought was just the coolest thing ever. And when my dad uh, gave us some uh, Christmas money, um we uh, decided to, I decided to use that to get myself a really awesome Lego set, the, the one that I saw Ryu put together. And Rose wanted to get one for her too. She got the uh, Apollo 11 Lunar Lander, which was really fun to put together and it's really cool too. But the, this one, which I'm going to show you, it's, it's, two, it's basically, it's two different things that were in this set together. And this is not a cheap set, but again, this was Christmas money. So splurge. It's that one time of year when you get to buy a fancy right. present. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh huh. I really this is exactly what it looks like. I really had this... to look closely at that to see that it was not the real thing, but is in fact made I out of Legos. Know. Which it is Legos. This is a Nintendo Entertainment System, the old NES, the original. Yes, which you can see it's got the power and reset buttons here. <laughs> uh, is that I a headphone jack? It... <laughs> So right here, it's also got like a little panel that flips out. And here's like the AV uh-huh. jets. In the back, it's got like where the coax and power ports come in. So cool. It's good. Yeah, on, it's, it's a perfect replica. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. And so, it's got a like, cord. Here's, a, here's <laughs> the little controller. And the controller pad. Which really has, I mean, the buttons don't depress They're, because right. it's just Legos. But yeah, that would be cool if it actually worked. <laughs> that's still not all that's still not all over here on this side there's a panel that is there's something that's an easter egg inside that they um that uh you can pull off this panel they you you only do it uh it, it's it's only got a couple things holding it in place this is supposed to look like the uh the end of world 1-2 from super mario brothers because it's got like the pipes here and all the brick <laughs> yeah and little elevators and so that's Very cool. in here. That's still not all. Oh my. Because the uh the lid or the, the front door for the cartridge. Yeah. And there's oh, a, Super a Lego Mario Brothers cartridge. Wow, made out of Legos. It even it even has a little slot so you can <laughs> blow into it. You gotta blow the that's dust out of your Lego cartridge, yeah. Still not all. You can actually put this put the cartridge into the, the slot. And you can push oh, it down, and it wow. stays it's down. Oh wow! It's got like the the mechanism in there for uh huh. This little spring loaded thing. That's so cool. Yes. So that's all of the NES. But the thing is, the box that has the oh, and, and like the controller actually plugs into the yep port. That <laughs> in the box, basically, you make the NES, and then once you're done making that, but wait, there's more. The the thing doesn't attach to the base. Uh, it's just a display stand, but it's ah. a TV. <laughs> I just it's got a stand, but it doesn't attach to this, so I'm just not going to try to hold on to it. 
But so it's got a TV that has complete with an antenna that can go up and down. <laughs> um, it's got a, a the the channel select knob. <laughs> it turns and clicks. Yes, it's got all the like little knobs here. It's a CRT, and on the back of you, it has like ports and a little sticker. <laughs> and the coolest part of all, it's got the uh, full wood, pla- you know, plastic wood, ca- you know, around the sides and, and top. Yeah. yeah. And the coolest part of all, you see the little Mario scene in here, yep. right? See this little dial here? No. Oh my God, it moves. It scrolls. Is it? It's Lego bricks scrolling? Yes. Inside there? That's amazing. Yes. So basically, there's all kinds of gears and stuff, and there's this set of thing uh, of like uh, long uh, segments that you connect together that can basically they they make like a conveyor belt thing, and then you around and build inside there. Yeah. yeah, and you can see that all of these are individual uh-huh. put on. So you have to build the entire scene, and then you connect it to itself to make the loop and put it down in with all the gears and everything. Awesome. And then this. It's a little crank on the side. (laughs) Yep. And so the little Mario goes up and down as you go along. Wow. And now I don't have this part, but you see how at the top there's this. I was wondering some bricks. Yeah. So there is another set that is that's sold separately that I don't have yet, but it's a it's a Lego Mario, an actual like Mario figure that apparently has mechanism in it that can read this and you can put it once you build it, you can put it on top of the TV and the Mario will react to the things happening <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> now, I don't have that yet, but at that some point I intend to pick it up. That's an extra the add on. OK, yeah, yeah. So. There's my show and tell. <laughs> nice. I was so geekily amused to have that. It was a lot of fun to put together too. It took a it took several sessions. We'd like spend time working on it. And after a while, it was like, okay, we've been at this for like two hours and we've got this much done, but God, I'm ready to be done. <laughs> <laughs> it took it took several days to put it all together. Worth it. You just uh you made me think of you made me think of something now. Ooh, it's what did not, I make you think of? It's not Legos, it's Rubik's Cube. Hang on. Ooh. Did you hear about um the Kennesaw State senior who was on Collegiate Jeopardy? Uh no. Yeah, he came in second in the National nice. College Championship final. Raymond Goslow. <laughs> but he's a he's a I was reading about him um a like a week or or so ago whenever this was happening and he's a rubik's cube expert expert like you like Ooh. he can solve them like he can solve them in the dark oh, i am not an expert <laughs> let's let's not pretend that shall we well you can solve them like while sitting in front of other people and they watch you and it happens very very quickly i've i've seen it myself there's video to me YouTube you are an doing expert it right in front of you yes well yes continue sorry no that's it just Oh. <laughs> just that well it's it's not just your alma mater now it's also mine <laughs> <laughs> because of the uh because merger. your alma mater swallowed up my alma mater <laughs> <laughs> well i actually remember i did take uh i had cross registered and i took one class yeah. at southern polytech as well <laughs> yeah what was that i took re- i took relativity <laughs> <laughs> was that that was required no, that's, I mean, that's a bit of a story. If you, I, I don't want to yank control if you had, uh, if you had something you were going to lead up to with that, but no. I can tell you what happened. No, that was it. That was just that. Oh, <laughs> all the toys, the Lego stuff made me think of you and Rubik's Cubes because I thought of you <laughs> when I was reading about this guy on Jeopardy. <laughs> the guy who lost on Jeopardy. Oh, why don't I have that queued up? Darn it. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> so I, um, Basically, when I was uh, in heading into my senior year of uh, of college, there was a class that was required for my major at KSU um, that was uh, it was required for the major and it was called digital and analog electronics. But 
my my advisor and I couldn't find it being offered uh, for the next like two years because there just were no professors teaching it in the next two years. And I'm like, uh, I am supposed to graduate, you know, next uh, semester after next. Like, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do about that? And he said, well, clearly you won't be the only person who's uh, who's affected by that. So we're going to have to figure something out. And so uh, KSU did an agreement with uh, Georgia State uh, University, Georgia Tech and Southern Polytech uh, because digital and analog electronics, um, they, they classify that a junior level physics course. And so they did these agreements with all those other colleges for uh, junior level physics classes that they would accept as uh, as cross registration credit that would count for the major. And so I looked at the list of stuff and I decided, hey, let me try relativity at Southern Polytech. So I cross-registered there and I took it. Technically, I passed, but um, <laughs> technically, <laughs> well, it was one of those things where I was like, I was passing all of my other classes. I was doing well going into the, you know, it's like, hey, this is the only class I'm struggling with. And I was very much struggling with the class. Um, and I'm like, it's the only thing that I'm worried I won't pass. And that would keep me from graduating. But, you know, when you're heading into graduation, you kind of need to know a little ahead of time whether you're really going to graduate or not. So you can get stuff lined up and do all the ceremony and pay for it and stuff. And so I, heading into the final of rel relativity, I talked to the professor. I was like, hey, look, I'm not asking for special treatment or anything, but I like this is the only class that I'm worried about. And I really kind of need to graduate here. <laughs> like, I really need to get out of my parents' house. Like, it's just <laughs> I need to move my life forward. I've got to get through this class. And he said, well, just do your best. And I'm like, that's not helpful. <laughs> um, so... I'm like, I go in for my final of relativity and it's one of those things where like you go up to the teacher's desk to pick up the test and I'm like silently pleading through my eyes, please let me pass. And I, I take the test and I'm like, oh God, I feel like I'm bombing this. I'm going to fail this class. I'm going to have to not graduate. And I told the guy, look, if you can just email me when you grade this, just uh, so that I know what to expect. So a couple of days after I took the test, I got an email from him and the subject line said, by the skin of your teeth <laughs> and, the, and the body said, enjoy your graduation. And I'm like, <laughs> he had to have curved it. I don't think I actually did it, but hey, I'm not going to argue. No. I will take my graduation. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I don't believe that I merited that passing grade, so you might want to fail me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I misspoke earlier. I said that the uh, the guy that was on Jeopardy could solve the Rubik's Cube in the dark. I was I was mm -hmm. misremembering. I found the original article finally. He can solve one using his feet. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it says that he he got into Rubik's cubes when he saw one at Walmart in the toy aisle and uh he says it comes with instructions and so I'm like I like to follow instructions. <laughs> Does it actually come with instructions to tell you how to solve it? Gosh, it's been a while since I actually uh <laughs> Because it makes it sounds it sounds like it does, <laughs> and he took it home and read the instructions, and now he can do it with his feet. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should go buy one if they come with instructions now. Because the I don't Seriously. remember I don't remember the one that I got as a kid coming with instructions. I had to figure out how to um, peel the stickers off and put them on um, all in one 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 color on each side, all by myself. That was before I, I learned how to like pop each of the little, you know, sub cubes out of their sockets and rearrange, <laughs> rearrange them that way. Cause that was the only way I could do it. <laughs> so, um, I think that I might've mentioned this during one of the other times that I was on the show talking about Rubik's cubes, maybe even the time that I brought, uh, that I brought mine. Um, but I, at one point ordered a do it yourself, uh, assembly required cube. Um, and literally just got a bag full of the plastic pieces and that, that, you know, the core piece yeah. and basically from scratch, put one together and put the stickers on it. It is my favorite three by three by three cube. Cause it's got really good action. It's, it's really, really nice. I like it. Oh, and so the... that means I've gotten to put together a cube from scratch. I've seen the internal mechanisms and stuff. 
are, are is there something different about the build your own ones that they're they're better they're smoother yes like really? actually the interesting thing that the, the guy who uh taught me how to do cubing uh pointed out to me is that for the you know the fact that we just kind of kind of like xerox we call the thing a rubik's cube the actual rubik's brand cubes are like some of the worst yeah if you care about like the smoothness or speed or anything like that you can do better by do, getting uh chinese cubes and so uh I think it's, I think, uh, Xing Shao is the brand that I like the best. Um, but then there was this, uh, site, I don't even know if it still exists, but it was called cube for you. <laughs> and, and, uh, you could order all kinds of different cubes from that site, including the do it yourself cubes. So, yeah. Interesting. And then I, back in the day when I was doing it more commonly, like I never really got into the true speed cubing experience, but I do know that the really hardcore, like the competitive speed cubers, the ones that are trying to get the records, they will even like uh, customize their cubes down to like, they will get in there with sandpaper and sand down some of the edges so that you can uh, twist, uh, you can basically twist from, from like less aligned yeah. Um, and you, and you can get cube lube, which I know sounds, ah! I was just going to suggest dunking it in lube, but well, you want well, up me, there's you, actual cube lube. Well, because the, the certain types of lube will actually dissolve the plastic of cubes. You need a, spe you need specific types of yeah. lubrication, to, <laughs> but I've, I've gotten a tube of it before and used it to not only use it, not only with my do it yourself cube, but I also then used it to smooth out some of my other cubes. Oh, oh, whew, okay. I was worried where you were going with that. My, <laughs> I wouldn't use speed cubing lube for that. <laughs> That's not safe on latex. That's only safe on cube plastic. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I broke Ando. <laughs> it's not the first time, and it probably won't be the last. Uh, by the way, I know I seemed a little distracted for a few minutes there, but what I was doing was I was going back and I was getting the link to the the video of me and Rose Rickrolling the bar on New Year's Eve. I'm sending oh, okay. that to you oh, in, cool. in our email thread as well so that you can uh, tack that on if you want, because the video, uh, well, let's see, you're one of my friends on Facebook. My share is friends only, but the guy who who put it live, it's public, so you can go to the source video of his and and you can share that. I okay. don't mind if people see us rickrolling the bar. <laughs> I had a question. Um, mm -hmm. what, what's the biggest cube you have? The biggest cube I have is a nine by nine by nine. Did, did, did you bring that here? I may have. have. I don't know if I had it by the time that I, at the point I came there. If if not, I probably would have at least brought the seven by seven. That might have been by it. nine is the largest that I have now. You definitely brought one that was greater than three by three by three. Oh, for sure. I mean, I have ever. I have at least one, and in many cases, more than one of everything from a two by two by two through a nine by nine by nine. Everything in between. Uh, some of them multiples. I also have uh, the pyraminx, which is you know the pyramid shaped one. I have a cube, which is a cube, but instead of it being uh, um, cubit-like, the the cuts are diagonal, and so it it turns on a diagonal, which is really weird. And then I also have uh, the megaminx and gigaminx, which are dodecahedron shaped, and they just have different numbers of layers. I have three different uh, sizes of the dodecahedron shaped ones. Which, if I had known we were going to talk about it, I would have brought from over my closet. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm going to have to run out for another show and tell. <laughs> I I googled and 33 by 33 by 33 comes up as a world record, but it's from 2017, so I don't know if that's. Hmm. I I have seen a video of somebody working on. I think it was a. Uh, I want to say it was like a 16 order cube and it just like it was so huge and unwieldy i mean like mm -hmm. they had to keep putting it down <laughs> to, to spin things on it i mean yeah. hell the 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 nine by nine by nine that i've got is like it sometimes if i work on it too long at once my hands cramp up because of how yeah. big it is and how heavy it is because <laughs> those things like the nine is very heavy for its size like you you'd feel it it's like wow i was not expecting that level of heft to it but it is it's yeah, you think they could they could uh you know, hollow out the core piece a little. 
Yeah, but there's because each individual QB has to have a connection down to the the center area. Yeah. So like, there's just that that center area is full of all the pieces of all of the pieces. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> oh boy, what what else you got for us today? Uh, let's see. Did I really have anything much else? Uh, I mean. I, I considering I know that that the, the shows have been talked about, it's not like there's really much to dis- directly discuss, but just uh, I, I I know that in past uh, appearances, I have mentioned that I like, oh, I've never I haven't seen The Good Place because like, you know, the, that that show gets brought up a lot on Nerd Burger. But um, I have finally now watched it because it's one of Rose's favorite shows and all the my way manager. Yeah, my manager at Epic Escape Game also loves it. And so with two people in my life really like saying, oh, you should give it another chance. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And if I don't like it, then no big deal. But I did end up liking it this time around. So I watched the whole the whole run of it. So yes, I've seen all four seasons. Hooray. Huzzah. And what do you think? I really enjoyed it. I mean, some of the stuff that made me tap out the first time around, I still kind of rolled my eyes at, but I you know, <laughs> stuck with it. And overall, it was really good. I mean, I'm not the biggest Kristen Bell fan in the world, you know? Okay. Uh, I But I still ended up liking it um, quite a bit. I'm also not a huge Ted Danson fan in general, but they, <laughs> they really, especially yeah. as they go along in the in the series, the, the they, they get better. Um, I, I absolutely love Cheedy. He is my favorite character, and I'm sure he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, Janet, obviously. Ooh, that reminds me. So um, it feels a little bougie for me because I've never, you know, felt like this was something that I, you know, could get before. But when Rose and I moved into our apartment, her mom gave us as a uh, as an apartment warming gift, she gave us a Roomba. Okay. And so uh, we set it up. And just to be funny, we named the Roomba Janet. Awesome. <laughs> Which is really, it, it, it was like, it was, it was, it, we, we knew it was going to be funny, but you know, even though, uh, see it's controlled with like an app on your phone and it sends me notifications at times when it's like, if, if it starts up and then it's like, Hey, it can finish the job. But then, you know, it also sends you things when it's distressed and Janet's such a drama, you know, queen, because <laughs> like, it'll say, um, it'll say like, Janet is stuck at the edge of a cliff. And then I'll like, it'll tell me this and I'm like at work and I'll text Rose like, Janet says she's stuck on a cliff. She's like, yeah, it was a guitar stand leg. It's <laughs> so dramatic. Does it ever does it ever send you a notification that says Janet's void is full? Please empty Janet's void. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't gotten one like that yet because I think the rose keeps it relatively cleaned out. So. Ah. <laughs> yeah, she usually runs Janet when I'm at work, uh, after she gets done with her work. So <laughs> Usually I'm not around when Janet run, you know, is, is going around doing her thing. I was, I watched the, when you set her up and had her do her initial run of the apartment, I, I kind of was fascinated and was watching her go around and explore and everything. Is it, is this the model that, uh, the newer one that can recognize dog poop and so it avoids it instead of smearing it all over the place? Cause that was in a I commercial. No, believe it or not. I believe it. I mean, they didn't show um, it, but they suggested very heavily that that was a problem. And like I didn't well, think of that. And and it it, it, it can be, I'm sure. <laughs> no, well well, we don't have a pet, so right, we don't I, have yeah. to worry about that. But I'm not sure if this is one of those models or not. I, I'm not very familiar. <laughs> this is the first exposure I've really had in person to a Roomba before. So. Well, you know, uh next time you have to take a dump on the floor and see what it does. See what Janet does, if she how she handles that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, on the hard floor, not on the carpet, obviously. I mean, come on. We've got standards. <laughs> We're not testing carpet shampooers here. It's just a Roomba. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. <laughs> My turn to break Mike. <laughs> oh, what's that from? Intergalactic kegger. Uh, Men in Black, the first one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's Zed. Yep. <laughs> oh, I miss Rip Torn. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Mm. Yep. Um, the other thing that I, uh, and it's, it, this has a bit, to imagine this hasn't already come up uh, on, on with other guests because I know it's, the, the news is a few weeks old, but uh, another of the shows that I had not, I'd not watched before, but uh, I'm watching with Rose now is uh, Futurama. 
Okay. We are most of the way through season three. Uh, and that, of course, is slightly noteworthy since Hulu has announced that it is coming back. It, uh, are you not already aware of this? Coming back like new shows? Yeah, you didn't know this? No, no, I was. I, I never... can't believe that I'm the one to bring it to you. Yes, Futurama has been. It's a, it, like this. The, there was scuttlebutt because it's like Hulu announced that, you know, good news, everyone. We're bringing back Futurama. And uh, there was a little bit of scuttlebutt for a while because all of the original cast signed back on to, to return, except for John DiMaggio, who is, of course, the voice of Bender, um, oh. who was basically trying to negotiate for higher pay. And he even said, not just for me, like, I want everybody to get get better pay um and so he was kind of it was up in the air about him maybe not coming back which honestly and this may be a controversial opinion a hot take here but it wouldn't have hurt my feelings because bender's my least favorite character on the show but um that <laughs> has apparently they could have found somebody to do a reasonable facsimile of bender's voice right but it's just been in the past couple of days apparently they did reach a deal and he has officially now signed on oh, so john cool. maggio is on board so now all of the original cast is coming back to uh do their voices again and i guess i'm happy that i got to be the one to share it with you <laughs> well i, I was, thought you would have already known by now. i i like you never never really got into it okay. the first time either so i've seen seen it here and there but for whatever mm-hmm. reason i never watched the whole thing it was probably yeah. it probably started around the time I stopped watching The Simpsons, and so it was <laughs> you know on right after The Simpsons. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's probably why. Like I and probably see, started just... watching it and then stopped because I had stopped watching The Simpsons. <laughs> well, see, that's another show I've never seen a single episode of The Simpsons in my life. Oh wow! Yeah, I know it's kind of unusual for someone my age, but it just it was. That that's not the kind of TV show that my family liked to watch. Um, so I just didn't get into it. And by the time I was an adult, like it just didn't super appeal to me. And by then already there's so, so much of it out there because it's just been constantly running for so many years now. It's just, it's even if at this point I wanted to try and watch it, it's just like, how in the world would I even get caught up with it? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way. So no, I had I had watched the Tracy Ullman show on Fox. Which which mm-hmm. is where The Simpsons started as a short segment, mm-hmm. little shorts, and wow. so when when it got its own show, I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch that, and then I watched <laughs> it for fifteen or twenty years or something, and then stopped whenever <laughs> Futurama came around. <laughs> Unfortunately, Futurama. <laughs> oh, but, we're, um, we're all yeah we're also uh watching we're almost done with the second season of star trek lower decks as well which i know i've brought that one up before on on the show i love that show it's so much fun i'll have to i still have to get around to trying that one i did however it's only two seasons and there's uh they're only 10 episodes each so it's literally just 20 half hour episodes it's a super light commitment and it really is worth it in my opinion okay the um i was gonna say the i did just watch the first episode of picard i won't I won't give you any spoilers. Yeah, season two. I've seen season one a couple times through, but um, yeah, I have not. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to sail the uh, Yar Seas <laughs> for that one once season two ends. So. <laughs> Just like I haven't actually, I've seen uh, the first three episodes of Star Trek Discovery, but I know the fourth season is close to wrapping up, and I haven't seen any of it yet because once again, I I do not. Uh, we do not have uh, any of the streaming services, so I pretty much just have to uh, sail the seas, so to speak, when I want to watch that stuff. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe by the by the time you're on next, you will have sailed those seas <laughs> at the end of Picard season two, mm-hmm. and we can talk about it then. That would be fun. I guess it depends on uh, when the season yeah. wraps up and uh, when we actually have our next uh, appearance. Well, they just it just started. It's probably going to be 10 episodes, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, it probably. seems like the, la- the first season was 10. I yeah, the first season was 10. Then it probably is 10, so it'll be nine nine more weeks. That'll be right before, a couple of weeks before you come on again, probably. Yeah, uh, it's just a matter. I, I probably won't be able to. We probably won't be binging it because ah. we'll. Uh, hell, I have to. We actually, Rose hasn't seen the first season, so before that happens, uh, so I guess once we finish, uh, we've only got one more episode of the second season of Lower Decks to watch. So after that, we'll maybe we'll watch the first season of Picard. So when the second season's done, we can roll right into it. 
<laughs> yeah, hopefully not Rick roll into it. <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean, that's why we did never gonna give you up because both of us unironically actually genuinely like that like song. song. So yeah. that's why it's yeah. It's not a bad song. It's just that you No, it's you, really not. You can't avoid hearing it over and over and over again. <laughs> because of people like you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh boy. Does that about do it? I think that about does it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ando, thank you for being on of course, the show thank today. You. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. I love being on Nerdburger. <laughs> Good to talk to you and see you again. Hopefully, we will see you again next time we talk to you <laughs> about Picard, maybe. <laughs> I'll see you soon if I don't see you sooner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not if I see you first. <laughs> Ando, where can they find you? Uh, well, they can find me at uh, theamazingando.com. And of course, even though I haven't done uh, anything new with it for a, a while, I still would like to promote uh, Shadows with Our Cast at uh, podchaser.com slash SOADP podcast. Um, and if you want to email me for any reason, andovalentine at gmail.com. And Mike? Yes. Where can they find you? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. And I can't imagine that anybody could possibly find anything offensive that we talked about other than the pooping on the floor. Um, <laughs> but if so, hashtag cancel Nurburger. <laughs> that, that's new for this year. Let's see if it works. Join us next time on Nurburger when Larry shows up. Larry. Because I actually looked at the calendar this week and remembered who was coming next week. Larry, who, who also has a Roomba that he named Nancy after his mom. Oh. So she could continue cleaning his room well into adulthood. Well, that's a very special kind of name right there. I wonder if he, he comes home from work. I'll have to ask him this next week. Does Larry, when you come home from work and you see the Roomba sitting there in its dock at its charging station or whatever, and the floor is clean, do you look at the Roomba and say, thanks, Mom? <laughs> Hashtag Roomba names. <laughs> oh. <laughs>